Come have a seat in the Skald Circle and hear the tale of the story of the Possum Knight, as told by Casimir. Once upon a time, in a faraway land of forest and steppes, there was a knight who was the target of many jokes. For you see, this knight's sigil was that of the possum, the creature famed for playing dead to escape danger. Now, of course, being Gentry, he was very offended by these insults upon his honor. So, he decided that he had enough of this, and he would go out and prove his courage to all of the doubters. Now, being Gentry, I'll buy a poor one, he still had to follow proper procedure. Being the prideful man he was, he went to his lady love, the most beautiful woman in all the land, to his eyes at least, and asked for a favor from her to carry with him. Now you see, the possum knight, Kmichich was his name, his lady love was not like the normal ladies. She was much, much better. For you see, she was a sword mistress of an armory. She had heard of Kmichich's quest, and she decided what was the harm in doing as he asked. She gave him a flower, a daisy, her favorite flower, mind you, and she told him that as long as this flower is alive and well, I will know you are mine. Kmichich took the daisy gently, and purchased a special case to hold it for his journey. He was not just on any journey, mind you. He was on a journey to retrieve the magical chalice of Radagast, an artifact spoken to be able to produce enough bounty for anyone to live on. With his lady's favor in hand, Kmichit set off in search of his quarry. His journey took him far and wide, and even high and low. He heard tales of the chalice, how it was guarded by a dragon or by an evil wizard, and even one story where the chalice was hidden inside of an egg, which was inside of a rabbit, which was inside of a duck, which itself was inside of a chest which was under an oak tree on an island in the middle of the ocean. Clearly, all of these stories were ridiculous, though, because Kmichit's grandmother had told him a different tale. The chalice was held by the wind atop the tallest mountain in the land. There was one problem, though. The mountain range that it was part of was always shrouded in mist, and no one knew which was the tallest. Kmichich, though, was determined. Not only did he have his honor and pride resting on this mission, if he took too long and the daisy wilted, that would mean his love for his lady was false. Kmichich tightened his meager pack and set off, a determined look upon his face. He made his way to the foot of the mountains and began to climb. He climbed as high as he could and made it to the very top of the mountain. However... It was not the tallest one. It was, however, over the mists, and he could see the tallest mountain. It loomed high above him, so high it appeared to touch the stars. At the top of that impossible peak, there was a castle. Kmijit saw his goal, and there was nothing that could stop him now. There was one problem, though. Atop the peak of this mountain, he saw the slope of the tallest mountain was incredibly sheer. Brave as he was, he couldn't risk the fall. So, being the brave and cunning man he was, he did something that no one had ever thought of before. In his loudest possible voice, he yelled, Wind, I am a lonely traveler upon your threshold. Please let me in so I may partake in your hospitality. Now, I realize you may not be from these lands, but to refuse a guest is something only a commoner would do. And the wind, like every one of importance, was gantry. So, as all gantry would do, the wind obliged. The mist parted, revealing a shimmering staircase. 
Bankmijuts marvelled at the grand welcome, and he began to climb the steps. At the top of the steps there was a great and marvellous castle, more wondrous than any he had ever seen. Even better than the one that was built by the French king, Versailles or something. The stones were all of mother of pearl, and the windows were made of diamond. Pankmijuts thought this was a bit much, but to each their own. The doors opened on their own. Once again, a very nice touch. Kmijus walked in and was greeted by the lord of the castle, the wind himself. The wind wasn't exactly what Pan Kmijus had expected him to look like. He looked like a normal man, only, regardless of whether or not it was windy, his hair and clothing billowed. Oh, and also the wind's name was Dodol. Dodol asked what Kmijus was doing in the mountains. Dodol didn't know at the time, but he would regret asking this question. Kmijus then began to tell every detail about his adventure and why he was there, including the time that he was captured by the forest spirit with the backwards feet. But uh, that is a story for another time. Dodol tried to stop him multiple times, but realizing it was to no avail, he sat down and waited. And waited, and waited, and waited. Finally, Dodol fell asleep. This is when Pankmijit stopped talking. Pankmijit looked around, and his eyes settled upon a sword on the wall. He instantly knew its name. Its name was Zal, for if it cut half as deep or took half as long to heal as its namesake, it was the deadliest weapon on heaven and earth. Pankmijic took up the weapon and marched over to Didol. He held the sword at the ready and upon rousing Didol from his slumber, challenged him to a duel for the chalice of Radagast. Didol, being Gentry, had to accept a duel from a fellow knight, even if he is a poor one. The duel commenced, and the doll fought like the wind itself. Shocking, I know. However, one thing happened that neither of them expected. One errant slash cut Kmijit's daisies in twain. What they say about possums is true. They are often quiet and docile, unless cornered, and with nothing left to lose. Seeing his lady's favor ruined upon the ground, Kmijit fought with all the fury of the elements, his strikes flowed ceaselessly like water, with the speed of the wind and fury of fire, and he was grounded like the earth. The doll did not stand a chance, and he was cut down. Kmijit sheathed his sword and knelt down to retrieve his greatest treasure. The stem was cut short, but the petals were all still there and healthy. But now it would surely not fit in this special case, and it would surely die on the journey home. He cast his eyes about for anything he could find. First, his eyes rested upon the chalice, and while that was important, it wasn't the most important thing right now. There also was in the room a great font, filled with crystal clear water. He thought that at least he could keep the flower there until he was ready to leave. He placed it in the water, and the flower sank like a rock. He then read the warning on the fountain. It read, Do not touch the water, for it is cursed. He looked about for anything he could use to retrieve the flower and besides the fountain was a ladle. Using it, he fished out the flower, which was now crystalline. Majid marveled at it. Not only did he still have the flower, but now it would never die. He was now ready to return home. He put the sword at his hip, the chalice in his pack, and the daisy pinned upon his coat. His journey home was much shorter than his journey there, and much to his shock, many people did not remember he had even left. While his pride was wounded, he did not particularly care about them. Pankmijic went to his lady 
and produced not only the chalice to prove he completed his quest, but revealed the crystalline daisy. Kohanya, I have completed my journey, and like my love for you, this daisy has not wilted or died. Will you be mine? His lady blushed and shuffled her feet because, as I told you, she was much better than the others. She said she would be his, and he would be hers, but none of this marriage right after the journey nonsense. That was only for fairy tales. And so the two of them lived happily ever after in the armory, sparring and doing all other things they chose to do. And yes, because this is a story, they did eventually marry, except no children. Many dogs, though. And that is the tale of the Possum Knight. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, please take a look at our Patreon page, where you can earn great rewards while also supporting us. Once again, thank you for listening to our story.